Welcome, you're listening to the Dermatology Podcast, the official podcast of the European Academy of Dermatology and Venerology. I'm Daniel. And I'm Adriana, and we're happy to have you join us. Every month, the JADV chooses and highlights four articles in a section called Editor's Picks. Today, we explore the Editor's Picks for June 2022. Be sure to register for the Hybrid EADV Congress taking place from the 7th to the 10th of September on-site in Milan and online on our virtual platform, including subspecialty sessions, late-breaking news, hands-on workshops and plenty of opportunities to network. Register now at eadvcongress2022.org to benefit from the full experience. And now, the editor's picks. COVID toes after adenovirus vector-based COVID-19 vaccine. COVID toes, or chilblain-like lesions, CLL, are potential cutaneous manifestations of infections with SARS-CoV-2, although a casual relationship has been debated. Recently, multiple cases of CLL have been reported following the administration of COVID-19 vaccines, particularly mRNA-based, and on a smaller scale, inactivated virus-based vaccines. Van Loon reports the first case of CLL from an adenovirus vector-based COVID-19 vaccine. 14 days after vaccination, a 56-year-old previously healthy woman presented with erythematous and violaceous skin lesions on her left foot consistent with a diagnosis of CLL. Of note, she had a negative SARS-CoV-2 PCR test and did not have any COVID-19 symptoms. A skin biopsy revealed dermal edema and perivascular and periadnexal infiltrate of lymphocytes, with some neutrophils and eosinophils that extended into the subcutaneous tissue. A brief systemic corticosteroid taper led to improvement. This adds to the evidence that CLL may indeed constitute a distinct dermatological sign of immunological response to SARS-CoV-2 spike proteins. Cases of hair preservation in frontal fibrosing alopecia in men, the watch sign. Frontal fibrosing alopecia, FFA, usually affects females and typically involves a progressive recession of the frontotemporal hairline and loss of eyebrows. Barreto and Al report the watch sign in two male patients with FFA, a peculiar finding presenting with diffuse involvement of forearm hair, strictly sparing the wrist area covered by a regularly worn watch. In both cases, trichoscopy showed perifollicular scales, mild erythema and absence of follicular openings in the upper limbs without involvement of the watch area. FFA was confirmed by punch biopsy. The authors speculate that pressure constantly exerted by the watch on the wrist may interfere with the inflammatory process of the hair follicles, thereby preserving them. This is one of the first reports of hair preservation strictly on the wrist in men with FFA. Further studies are needed to clarify this sparing phenomenon and its precise pathomechanism. Immunoregulatory benefits of sodium propionate supplementations in patients with HIV. This month, we highlight interesting multidisciplinary research that encompasses sexual and cardiovascular health. It has been shown that chronic inflammation in HIV is associated with greater risk of fatal cardiovascular disease. In a prospective study by Brockman and colleagues among patients with HIV, the dietary supplementation of short-chain fatty acid sodium propionate, SP, which appears to have immunoregulatory properties, was studied. They start the article with a carefully crafted description of the complex process 
behind chronic system inflammation in these patients who are particularly impacted by gastrointestinal side effects from antiretroviral therapy, ART. In their study, 32 patients with HIV at an undetectable viral load were included and received SP orally twice daily for 12 weeks. Both metabolic parameters and pro-inflammatory markers were improved, as well as self-reported quality of life. These results support the further investigation of SP supplementation for its immunoregulatory effects and, as seen here in this population, in interest of reducing cardiovascular disease risk and ameliorating gut flora. Is benzyl alcohol a significant contact allergen? Benzyl alcohol is a widely used preservative, solvent and fragrance material. In 2020, the German Occupational Health Institute proposed to classify it as a skin sensitizer category 1B with a labelling of H317, i.e. may cause an allergic skin reaction. Kaya et al. analysed data from 2010 to 2019 in 70,867 patients patch-tested with benzyl alcohol in the Information Network of Departments of Dermatology, IVDK, one of the largest contact allergy databases including benzyl alcohol patch test data. Patch test reactions were primarily considered at day 3. Sensitization to benzyl alcohol occurred in only 0.2% of patients who tended to be polysensitized. In particular, significantly more patients who reacted positively were affected by stasis dermatitis, lower leg dermatitis, presumably due to the increased risk of contact sensitization from inflammation and extensive exposure to allergens in topical medical products. Considering the wide exposure of the population and the low sensitization rate, the authors consider that benzyl alcohol cannot be regarded as a significant contact allergen, and therefore, marking it as a skin sensitizer 1B and labeling it with H317 is not helpful. Our first article was a first case of COVID toes from viral vector-based COVID-19 vaccine by Van Loon and co-authors. Our second article was the watch sign, an atypical clinical finding on the frontal fibrosing alopecia in two male patients by Barreto and co-authors. Our third article was influence of dietary supplementation of short-chain fatty acid sodium propionate in people living with HIV by Brockman and co-authors. Our fourth article was, Is benzyl alcohol a significant contact sensitizer? by Gear and co-authors. Of course, all of the research presented today can be found in the Journal of the European Academy of Dermatology and Venereology. Though you can find free access and open access articles, EADV members benefit greatly by having access to all articles and content. We would like to give a special thank you to all of our listeners. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Spotify, or otherwise find us on any major podcast provider. We appreciate you joining us and look forward to presenting more interviews, research, and other topics of merit. Until the next episode, take care of your skin.